Dude, careful. <laughs> you forget? <laughs> Realist Podcast. Welcome to the Your Hair Podcast. This is episode 131 of the Your Hair Podcast, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, Video, Anchor.fm, www.yourhairpodcast.com. <sighs> welcome back. Welcome home. Like and Your... subscribe to the podcast right, right now. There we go. Listening. Like and subscribe. There we go. I like that. I always forget. Let's get into it. Let's Formosa into Hot Sauce. It. Get into it, dude. Formosasauce.com. Yes. Vegan, gluten-free, dairy-free, soy everything. Family recipe. Tasty. These are all words that describe a Formosa hot sauce. And we're the realest podcast in the game, so you and know. And you already know, we don't back anything that we do not support. That's right. And honestly, I'm going to tell you, I love hot sauce. Get into it. I'm man. a hot sauce connoisseur, and hot sauce is super huge right now. I'm not talking like tapatio. I like a little chili, but I'm telling you, you haven't had hot sauce that you had Formosa. It's like a thick aioli. It tastes amazing. Mm-hmm. The flavor's all there. Mm-hmm. I use it. I need another bottle. And I think... We got the habanero bottle right here. Yes, sir. And it, honestly, we we have it here because it's, you know, the official sponsor of the Europe podcast. That's right. But I'm going to take it upon myself today to take a taste just for everyone. Here we go. All right. And an honest opinion. Go ahead. Quick review. Quick review. And then we got a guest waiting on the line. It smells beautiful. There it is. Oh. There you go. You're good. I'm a Samuelaire. All right. Ready? There you go. Oh. Oh. Habanero. What do we think? Ooh. Yeah? Yeah. Not too hot? You know, you know what I love about hot sauce? What? When you can tell the peppers are like, they're like, uh, I don't want to say roasted, mm. but like you can tell they're cooked so the mm. flavor like comes out. Yes, sir. That's how it happens. The oil comes out and that's how you make the yes, sauce. Yes, sir. For most of sauce.com, I'm telling you, go get yourself some. Go get yourself some. We're here. Okay. We're here, dude. Dave, take it away. Dude, episode I'm one. Hogging, I'm hogging it. You're hogging it. Pass it. I'm open. Episode 131. We're here. Got a guest. It is, I believe, his sixth or seventh (laughs) time on the podcast. He's back, dude. He's back and better than ever. Fresh cut, looking pretty, feeling good. He gives me... What does he give you? A vibe. What's the vibe? Because Adam, when I think of Adam, I think like... What comes to mind? Very... Careful. Intelligent. Okay. Um, Very inviting yeah and i know when i speak to adam i'm gonna learn something a little bit of danger oh. he gives me substitute teacher vibes <laughs> hey i'll take it i've had some good subs in my life adam Lada, welcome back to the show ladies and gentlemen adam Lada. thank adam you, Lada. Thank you. shout out pleasure to be here shout out my dearest shelly louder right now i'm talking to you <clears throat> oh thank you so much for tuning in my dear love you very much that's uh Mama, Mama Adam, um, how we doing today, bro? Dude, I'm I'm doing pretty good. How's I have f- a substitute teacher story. Oh, you do? Ooh, get right into it. Like oh, you said that, so now I feel yeah, like yeah. I gotta share. Yeah, you can get into thing. it. Get into it. All right. So in fifth grade, I went to Malvern Elementary in McKinney, Texas, <clears throat> and we had a great substitute teacher. He was always dressed perfectly, and he was there like every week. Uh huh. Like one class, there would be some teacher who wasn't there. And he would he would take roll the same way every time, so he would be like, uh, "Ladies and gentlemen, we are about to take roll. You will answer by saying here, nothing more, nothing less." And he would be like, "Was the Alvarado?" And he'd be like, "Here, Brandon Gonzalez here." And he would get down the line to my boy Ronald Simpkins. And Ronald would always <laughs> shout out Ronald a little Simpkins. more creative with it. 
would be like, Mr. Ronald Simpkins. He'd be like, what up, cut? He'd be like, ladies and gentlemen, we're about to take a roll. He'll answer by saying here. He Nothing starts more? over. Nothing less. No. Jose Alvarado. Oh. Here. Brandon goes out. Here. And pause. Mr. Ronald Simpkins. <laughs> President. Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Dude, Ronald Simpson. So he would do that. We did this one time, an entire class. Wow. <laughs> 45 minutes, science class. No. We got nothing done. The patience of that man, dude, to be able to do that, that over and over. Yeah. Because Ron- Ronald's messing with him, obviously. You know, he's just he's screwing with him. But for real, I yeah. think subs don't get paid enough to really. No, that's care. the worst. That's got to be <laughs> that's got to be a top 10 worst you know job, I mean? period. Yeah. Walking to anywhere. I feel we're walking into a party. I don't know people. I don't know. I don't know three people. Yeah, every classroom. Can you imagine a class where it's just children? like a, a, a four, like a team of like fucking just just hormones and 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 just negativity. No, nah. just like waiting to pounce just on no. you, waiting to pounce on the first adult they see you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fifth grade, we did that. Ronald Simpkins. It's a good name. That's a great name. Yeah. Adam, how do you feel being back, dude? How, what what is what's the how do you feel right now? If I had to say, I'd say like off of what I'm looking at, you seem, <laughs> you seem, uh, <laughs> no, you seem like, you seem excited. You seem lively. You seem mm. present, you know, excited. I said, yeah, excited I do. Twice. All those, I mean, you're spot on. I feel all those things. A little, a little nervous, right? Like a little, little scared of, of whatever, whatever's going to come because it's, it's an open forum. Yeah, I mean, there's always a little element of that. You know, you get a little nervous, a little afraid. I think of like, it's all good. I mean, we're all boys, and <laughs> and we've we've had many many conversations. So That's true. there's nothing really to be nervous about. It's just you know the self consciousness. Like I look stupid, <laughs> like a ghost. My hair looks no. terrible. You know, no. like a pig was, all the time. I was kidding, man. I, I, was, bad. I was joking. I don't know, but I just think it's it's just how you know you are as a person. Yeah. I feel great. I mean, this is fun. I love hanging out with y'all. Well, what's new, dude? I, I mean, I heard, I heard. Uh, I mean, I came to visit you, dude, in Texas. Bro. Yeah, I want to hear about this stuff. I don't think we talked much. We, we, we didn't get a chance to talk about it yet, and I would love to talk about it. With we didn't get to talk about it a lot, honestly. Well, personally, yeah, yeah, we had some. So guests. I, I hope we can get into it today. We could definitely get into it today. Well, do you want to That's say cool. something? No, I want to hear what you guys have to say, dude. So, okay, we went to Texas. Me and the wife had a had a a beautiful time in Denison, Texas. There we go. We were we were we were small town shopping and 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 just seeing seeing the plains and the in the, the open sky, dude, and just I just fell in love with it, man. I fell in love with Texas. Yeah, I'm so glad to hear that. You've been trying to get me out there for a while, dude, and it, and it, yeah. it finally happened. And I and I see it now. I get why you have such a pride from where you come from. I get it. Yeah, I get it fully. What was yeah. it like? Like like you moved to New Jersey, right? Uh-huh. What what was the initial like thought process as soon as you're you're in your spot? You land in New Jersey, you're you're from Texas, like what are you thinking? What's going on in Adam's head? We had a pretty rough <laughs> entry into the Garden State, y'all. Oh no. It wasn't good. <laughs> uh my mom and I drove cross country in a gigantic U-Haul. Wow. Oh, you drove? Uh, oh. Yeah, we drove. We were you know, our, our, my counselor at the school that I was going to like helped us find this spot, obviously sight unseen. We couldn't, we couldn't see anything and we just had to come cause we couldn't fly up there yeah, in time. Yeah. So we got it. We got a room 
and like this tiny like Jersey City kind of brownstone ish thing. It was it was really late. We strolled in at like two a.m. and we had a giant U-Haul. I mean, there's nowhere to park. You guys know, and it was Jersey yeah. City. And I was always used to, as you now know, Dave, like just giant parking lots everywhere, yeah. all over the place. Yeah, always it's parking, not, always parking. There's parking. Yeah, everywhere, everywhere. in Dallas, so we, like you're parking wherever you want in Dallas on the in front of the store. Oh yeah, you don't have to find this, a spot. <laughs> right there, yeah. we did. We parked right in front of right Flower Child. Right in front of Flower Child. Yep. Um, and that was street parking. <laughs> anyway, we we got in there, and uh, my mom just like we had so much stuff to move in. And so I just moved stuff in all night by myself. And it was like so much stuff. We had couches and all types of things. Oh, man. And uh, my mom just sat on the steps and just started crying. Oh. And I was like, Ma, what's wrong? And it's just like, it's too much. There's We have too much stuff. I'm exhausted. Where are we? You know, the roommates were kind of rude. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, we had roommates. My mom and I both had roommates. Oh, jeez. So it was just like a crazy adjustment. And uh, so I moved stuff all through the night. I'll sleep at like 6 a.m. And then I was woken up at like 6.30 by our uh, roommate, Pretty Pat Nick. She was like, we're towing your car. And we're like, what? And like popped up out of bed. I was I was just laying on a mattress. Like I don't even know. There was nothing on it. I was just like, oh my God. 40 minutes of sleep. And I run downstairs and this dude is down there and he's like, can't have a U-Haul in the middle of the street. I gotta, I gotta have a car wash. You get the no, no, no. And I was like, wait, whoa. I was like, we just got here from Texas. He's like, I don't care where you come from. You get to get, the, you gotta get the U-Haul out of here, man. <laughs> and I was like, and I, I worked really hard at like calming him down. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like 17. I look like a, you know, I, what am I doing here? He obviously yeah, yeah. knew. He was like, all right. And he's like, okay, all right, don't worry about it. Not too loud. Okay. No, no, no. You no, keep, going, keep going. Okay. Anyway, I finally got him calmed down. He stopped yelling at me. He was like, "All right, all right, it's okay. We don't have to tow his car. You know, he's gonna he's gonna circle the block and find a spot." And right as I got him calmed down, my mom burst out of the house. How dare you? Oh How no! How dare you? We moved all through the night. Oh, lady, what are you yelling at me for? Now it all started again. Ugh. It was like the most. <laughs> it was a sitcom. Oh man! It was just like things like that, all for like yeah. a good three, four yeah, months until yeah. we got settled. I worked as a busboy for a couple months. Yeah, the the first first two weeks, I cried every day because oh I made God. such strong relationships in Texas, and some of which I, I'm still super close with today. And I felt like I was like saying goodbye to my friends. Yeah, yeah. Who I, I I felt like they were family for for good because they were going to colleges in different places, and I was like, I don't know when I'm going to be back. I know I want to be an actor. I don't know if I'm going to move back and act in Dallas or something that ever. But I just cried a lot to keep it. 100 <laughs> percent i was, I yeah. was sad and then you know yeah. slowly but surely i started making friends here i mean yeah, i mean come on but it was crazy i wish i would have just gone to wherever you were at the time <laughs> where were you in 2009 Dude, in Jersey? i was in i was in william patterson university mm. i was in wayne wayne yeah um well I mean, it brought us together, so it's a beautiful thing. It brought you to Mike. It brought you to Katie. Brought, I mean, come on, it's all that hardship, all that, all that stuff you guys went through. And now, now look, now look at you, now look at you, dude. It's funny. We the neighborhood we lived in, it was, it was, it was mostly all Indian people, like uh-huh. Indian immigrants. Uh-huh. And so our whole building was Indian people. We were like the only white people around. 
It was so funny because we say this to each other all the time, me and my neighbors and roommates and everyone. I would be like, there was a McDonald's ad right outside. Uh-huh. We would walk to the path train every morning and it said, Magigi Singh and Papa Saya. And that was like, we had no idea what that was. It was just some Farsi like pronunciation <laughs> yeah, or something <laughs> of like a McMuffin. <laughs> so I remember I used to say that to like, my landlord and he would try to tell me what that meant and stuff. And it was like a weird way. Anyway, I don't know why I'm bringing that up. Yeah. He's singing Papa like Saya. Dude, but, but being, going to Texas, I told you a bunch. I told your family a bunch. When I was there, dude, it was like, I felt like I missed out. I felt like I lost. Really? Like I, yeah, man. Because it's like. Dude, we we went to an we were in a small town of Denison, dude. It was like, bro, picture just one road, one long road, and it's like quiet. You see a car roll through every like few minutes, and 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 Leroy's on the side of the road, and he's like waving hi to us and stopping to talk to us and see where we're from. And then it's you know he's telling us where he's from. He's Italian, just some dude, just yeah, some just dude. Hospitality, yeah. And he's like, oh, I live right here. He's like, I live right upstairs. He's like. You know, welcome, and his, his daughter comes out with her dogs, and they're jumping all over. I can't tell you how many interactions, like like genuine interactions, I had with the subway worker or with the 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 La Hacienda homie, and the the food, the the just just the love joys. I can't, I don't even know how to breach the topic, and I don't know if we can or not, but we'll see how it goes. It's a really good story, uh, uh, but I just. Like we went to Albertsons, it was outside of Dennis, like a minute away from our Airbnb, uh-huh. and uh, just to get groceries. It's like a grocery store, yeah. and there's a football field next to the grocery store, and it looks and it and I'm like, what is that? And he's like, oh, it's the stadium for the high school, and I'm like, stadium for the high school? You have you ever heard have you ever heard of a stadium for a high school? Did you did your high school have a stadium? No, their football fields, their stadium? small town football fields for their high schools have stadiums. <laughs> it's Friday Night Lights. It's like you you literally shut down your store. You go watch the game. Everyone's fucking there. That's what it is. Yeah. It's like there's there's like a there's a pride about where you're from. There's like yeah. a take care of our own. We we we, it's definitely more we like, buy off of each other with product. We share what we have. Yeah. We we grow this 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 business together. We we there's collectives there like businesses helping each other. Mm. Dude, shout out 410 Collective. Denison was cheese, dude. I had so much fun. I had yeah. so much fun. But but the, the culture, I was like, man, I feel like I missed out. I feel like I missed out. Really? Yeah, a little bit, man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm from like a like a like a urban suburb of New Jersey, like a small town Elmo yeah, Park. Yeah. It was cool. Like I I I love where I'm from, but just, I don't I, I like wish I could experience that, you know? You feel like there's more of that like community kind of feeling? Because I feel like I definitely where I'm from, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. There? It, like in McKinney. Like like or or just if we just take Denison as the only spot to like hone in on. Yeah, bro. Like the the popcorn shop on the corner, like we're hitting it off with the people who work there and yeah. like having great conversation and I'm signing up for popcorn subscriptions. <clears throat> And now I'm part of the popcorn club. <laughs> really? For real? Because I wanted to. Because I was yeah. like, dude, these people are fantastic to me. They so much had respect. A, a Jets bucket there. I had a Jets no. popcorn bucket. Dude, it was beautiful, man. That's I, not good. You gotta go, Mike. You gotta go. I mean, I always wanted go. to go. You've got. I always go. wanted to go, man. You're gonna love it. I just wanted to go for barbecue, honestly. Dude, oh yeah. Man. I want to hear about this. We had first of all, Tex-Mex is a whole nother level. And we're not even near the border. We're at La Hacienda. That place was awesome. It was awesome. 
uh, uh, that the barbecue, bro. Yeah. It was like sauce, like like Lena drank it. Like it was that good. Yeah. It's that Literally good. That. And it's like a place you serve yourself. You come, it's like a lunch line. Yeah, yeah. That's what it looked like. And it's old and, you know. Yeah, yeah. But you could t- the homie that was working there was like 41 years he was working there as his father's spot that he took over. And mm. There's just so much history in it. Like they, 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 they care about what they're serving and what products they're selling. And it just, it just, it just, a, there's a mutual respect. I don't want to say it's lacking here, but it's, it's harder to come by. Okay. I respect that. How many how many hellos and like genuine sh- how you doings did you get today? From not your father. <laughs> he didn't even say hi. Yeah. <laughs> even <laughs> even dad. Um I mean I just got back from Boston this weekend. Well, how was Boston? Boston was nice. Honestly, I I was very surprised. They're tough people. But I don't know. I don't know how much tough more tough they are. Okay. Cuz I I actually was speaking to my friend Anthony, shout out Anthony. Do um, you like apples? What? <laughs> it's a movie reference. It's a it's a Boston he set you movie. Up. Oh, he set you up so good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it was a good time. It was fun. And your I, friend I was, Anthony I was, was speaking out there. to his father. Yeah, and he was like, "Oh, you're from Jersey." I was like, "Yeah." We we're going through like this whole thing about like what like uh, Massachusetts people think of like Jersey or New York people, and then like I just found we're just so similar. Like, Boston, a lot of the Jersey, things are so definitely, such the same. Definitely, definitely. You know? It's the weather, dog. It's like Yeah, that cold. You know what it is? That cold harsh cold what do you think, over here. What do you think hot weather does to people? It mellows you out. Yeah. Right? It slows you down. Right? It's got to. That cold makes you like It makes you rigid. It makes yes. you hard. It makes sense. You you're gotta be quicker to places. Your yeah. your 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 brain doesn't isn't slow. It's quick. Yeah. Quick. I think yeah. it just makes rough people. But you know what? I think that also breeds like I think the that like when I think of like southern like hospitality and that like, thing's from real people dude. from Texas. Yeah, that's why it's a thing. It's real. You know what I mean? It's so real. I think that it's like like in New York and Jersey, like people still like love each other. Of course, but it's more of like a you kind of like shit on each other. Definitely, you know, definitely. Which I kind of got used to, I guess, from growing up here. Mm-hmm. So I kind of prefer being that way because mm-hmm. sometimes when i'm in that setting like opposite of that then i feel like i don't like fit into it or yeah. uh, but i guess i can always get into i i haven't gone so mm-hmm. i want to be able to experience i think it. you'd love it dude i think you'd love it the yeah. thing the thing i didn't like adam was like where we're from we're big mm. here we're big we rolled up to a first thing we did was went to mckinney went to a hat shop that's the town adam's from mckinney shout out mckinney uh, we went to the the hat sh- the hat shop in town, like looking for cowboy hats. Uh. And Lena got one, Katie got one. Um, and the dude that's working there is huge. What do you mean? And the dude that strolled up, the first person, the first Texan I saw in like a in like a town that like wasn't the airport was dude. He got he pulled up in front of us. He was in a pickup truck. He gets out, cowboy boots, button up, tucked into his jeans, belt buckle. Cowboy hat, and he's six eight. He's six eight. He's two seventy. He's big, dude, but not fat. Like big. Oh, you're talking like fit big. Like not ripped, but yeah. like he's thick, dude. Like really? he's he's big, bro. Like he's scary. His head's big. It's like a cartoon. He's like a cartoon it's like a comic of, book moment of a for that guy to uh, jump out of his truck. And Adam was parallel parking the car in front. 
and I think I think Katie was joking around with her, or somebody was joking around with him, and he was saying like, oh, I, I stink at parallel parking, it's fine. And the guy just like takes off his hand, he's like, you're doing fine, son. You're doing fine. And it's like, oh, man. And then he strolls into the hat shop with his wife, his lovely wife. And then who's in the hat shop? A dude who's like 21 and huge again. And we're both like, me and Adam are pretty, like, we're he's 6'1", six, 6'2"? Six six yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, around there. I'm 6'3". Yeah. And I'm like, I'm, this guy's huge. But it's, it's their arms, <laughs> their legs, their, everything on him is big, dude. I'm like, yeah. dude, I feel insecure. I feel weird. I have a snapback on. I have a, like a funky graphic tee on. It's you not have, tucked in. You didn't in. have that Brooklyn snapback I had on. the Brooklyn snapback on. Oh, no. He was like, hey, man, we got snapbacks. <laughs> yeah, got, he did. We well, got those too. He did. He did. So funny. He, he was, was like, pleasant yeah. though, but it just, it just, <laughs> the insecurity like off moment one was like, I just stick out like a sore thumb and I'm not the biggest guy in Texas. Everything is bigger, dude. It's so true. Yeah. The food, the people. The the everything every the cars, sky at the sky, <laughs> everything is bigger. It's so true, and and I I understand what is 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 corn fed a, like a bad term. Oh, no, corn 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 fed. I learned what that means. Right up. What does that mean? That means like that that's a corn fed individual. They're built bigger. It's like oh. big farm boys. Just I like well corn fed, dude. corn fed, just big guys. Dude, <laughs> that dude's a linebacker for sure. Good old boy. He does that dude's I played football again. That's crazy, Adam. Adam that's I'm like nuts. lining up against someone and he I got I got trucked by my own fullback, Ryan Hughes. He's <laughs> like six two in, in seventh grade. Bro, they're big dudes. They are big dudes. But there's for you. there's no there's no problems. There's no angst. There's no there's no I didn't run into one individual that was negative. Not mm. one. Didn't run into him on my four day stay. Yeah, you, you know, we had, we had, I mean, our interactions were pretty great. They were great. I mean, it's pretty much always like that. It's very rarely will you find someone that is just immediately like, or whatever. It yeah. just doesn't really happen. Yeah. Oh, one thing I, I wanted to ask Did you go down uh, for the fourth? No, no. How was the fourth in Texas? And I want to know. How we got there on the, was it the fifth? It was the fifth. We got there oh, on the really? fifth. Which was, what is it called? No, 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 no. What's the fifth of July called in Texas? The day, the day after the fourth of July, that was everything was closed. Oh, oh, oh! It's the it's the observed holiday. Observed holiday. What does that mean? Yeah. I mean, so like, so yeah, July fourth landed on on a Sunday, mm. and so for business day, the following business day is always observed. So you you get the day off as if it's fourth of July. So everything everything was closed because it was like that's our holiday. Cool. We, we got a holiday. We got to we got to represent. We got to we got to take it in. Yeah, the fifth of July. They, the, the next day, were they like doing fireworks and everything too? Or? No, 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 no fireworks. No? No. Not that I saw. Tons of flags. I don't think How, so. It might have been, but I don't know. Did you do anything for the fourth, Adam? I just hung out. We hung out with my mom. Oh yeah, uh, in Dallas, we were there and we just had a good time. We just hung out and spent time together and cool. watched stuff. But there were we saw, you know, like a couple fireworks outside her window. Nice. Um, there's tons of fireworks stands all through, like all through the small towns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He and I were really wanting to get some, but since we were with my mom in the city, and then we were coming back with y'all, we just didn't, we just didn't do it this year. Yeah. I used to growing up, we used to always do that, or we yeah. go to Arkansas and shoot them off for Oregon. Yeah, Bro, that's. From- but how, you, you skip by Boston. I feel. What 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 did you experience in Boston? Yeah, what were you? Tell doing? Adam what you experienced in Boston. Like, what what was the whole thing? So I went because I wanted to visit my uh, my friend Anthony. I met him while I was studying abroad in Japan. Yeah, like 
Crazy. Cool. It was the first person I ever met. Yeah. Got off the plane. We're all sitting there waiting for like to go to like the college. Wait, first person you ever met? In Japan. Oh, okay. Yeah, in my life. <laughs> what do you mean? Before your mom. <laughs> What's going on? But like, so the like mom. I got off the plane and there's like a line for like my school. Yeah. I go there. He's the kid next person. to me and I see him. He has a gorilla shirt on. The band. Oh, yeah, yeah. I love gorilla. Mm, yeah. It was great. And I'm like, I don't know. Something tells me I just want to say like, dude, that's a sick shirt. I love the gorilla. Yeah, yeah. And I did and little compliment and look and what happened. And then we're the best friends. Well, hold on. We've been best friends. Hold on now. We have mo- You can't do that right in front of Adam, dude. Well, right? wait a second, man. You can't do that. How? Yeah, what are you going to do now? How close are you? Now you put yourself in a weird spot, yeah. dude. Because now what? What are you going to do? Because now it's like you're like, oh, dude, best friend. I got nothing to hide. Well, now, here's he's the going thing. to the phone now. Here's so, the thing. So I mean, this what? kid, this, this, let's, let's bring it. Let's bring it. Let's put it out there then. Here's the thing. Let's oh, put right. it out there then. Bring it. Dude, you think I'm. Do I look scared? Hey, guys. Hey, do I look scared? Because really, I was. Texas. Let's talk about it. Texas. Go ahead, get into it. Mikey's like, hey, I, I want to go to Texas. Mikey's bro, like, hey, bro, Texas, don't Texas, do Texas. This. Don't Everything's bigger in Texas. Am not, I right, Dave? Am not, I right, Adam? You're not, Adam. You're not going to like this. And you, and you know what, dude? You know what? Careful. Two days before Dave's gone, he says, dude, I'm going to Texas. And I said, yes. and I said, now, oh. now. Oh, really? He <laughs> said, have a good one. Oh, dude. <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> no, I wanted you to go. Yeah, but. thanks. Dave put himself right yeah. where his shirt says. <laughs> Death Valley, dude. Come on. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. That trip was... It's all right. You don't got to explain it. Well, yeah. let me explain it. That trip, <laughs> I, of course I wanted to go to Texas. Now, I'm a very planned... I plan things. I like to I like to get ahead of the curve. Oh, yeah. I like to set things up. Uh-huh. I like to have time to think things, situations through multiple you. times. And, and and have a good understanding before. So you're I saying you had a lot of time to invite me, but well, I didn't have I didn't have. But no you just had so much planning that was going on that it's just like I couldn't. This is fit it in. This is. So I'm gonna speak I'm better at basketball. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the thing. Here's the thing. Wifey set up the trip very very quickly. Is that fair to say, Adam? That's fair. Thank you. Okay. So I'm out of it. Clean, and he also did unscathed. preface it with we had a lot of time to plan. So you really don't know what he's what he's saying. I'm untouched. Nothing okay. nothing hurt me in that whole thing. I just have a all I'm saying is I have a book. Sticks and stones, dude. And there's a lot of, you know, notes. Oh, is that right? There's notes. Well, we're going to Chicago in a couple of weeks. Uh, who even knows anymore? <laughs> honestly. See? Oh, I'm not invited? So, so- <laughs> Yeah. All right. So here's the thing. Here's the thing. <laughs> hurting each other's feelings. Top, top, top three movies right now. Go, oh my go, Adam. Go, <laughs> go right now. It's a Wonderful Life on the Waterfront. Rocky. <clears throat> oh man, I thought you were sneezing. Go. Top three. I want to oh, counter that right. with when I was in Boston because we just you just were like, hey, how's Boston? Because you were like, hey, how's Boston? And you're like, I oh, that? let's not talk about Boston. Did I do that? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. You did that? No, I, I did. But uh. In Boston, I watched the movie. And you went to Dude, Harvard Goodwill, and watched Goodwill I Hunting? I saw it all. Did you watch it? I didn't watch it, but... You were in Harvard. I, I saw, I saw Goodwill Hunting, basically. I walked through That's everything. Awesome. Come on, dude. I was How walking was around. It, it was How beautiful. Was it? How was it? Beautiful. But yeah. I watched a movie uh-huh. there. Yeah. And I forgot how messed up this movie is. What movie? Willy Wonka. The, the OG? Yeah. Just It is messed up. It's terrifying. 
It's horrifying. It's it always terrifying. used to scare me when I was a little. Yeah, I never thought about it. It's, I loved it's, it. When she I got used to love it as a kid, dude. When I would get, you know how I cost for I am. I would get when she got stuck in the tube. Yeah, homegirl got stuck in the tube. I would. Oh man, I'd sweat. I, I'd get cold sweats when I think of that. I I don't know why. It's terrifying. I wish I all knew. the kids are getting knocked off. I know. <laughs> you ever think of that? They're just getting dropped. And the weirdest thing is like whenever and like when the kids are like acting bad or something, and like just the things that Willy Wonka says. Yeah. I remember. Oh my god, there's so many good like one liners in that. Adam, what's a one liner from that? What's what's the what's the like the the monologue on the on the the ride thing? When it starts like screaming, you remember that, Adam? Oh yeah, dude. There's there, there's a there's a lot. There's of so much good stuff in there. What about Grandpa Charlie? Do you have one of the? You said one before. I, um, you have a good. Uh, I I forget. Did you say that the grandpa the what? grandpa thing? You told me something one time. You oh me. yeah. When was that? <laughs> I don't remember. It stuck out. I I, for some reason, I was. In, I was like sick or something in bed. <laughs> And and Katie took like a photo of me. Yeah, oh man, I don't remember what it was, but I was like, I feel like the grandpa from Willy Wonka. It's in the bed, dude. Oh, oh, it's just four it of them in a bed. A meme where someone was like, you know, screw the grandpa from Willy Wonka. <laughs> Homie just laid there, didn't work a day in his life. As soon as Willy Wonka visit, he topped up so fast. Yeah, right he starts dancing. Home. Yeah, yeah, that's great. <laughs> like, really? He's just faking it, sitting in bed for years. <laughs> But yeah, that was, Sorry. that was my little watch. Well, that's a good watch, man. Yeah. How about Gene Wilder at the end when he just unravels? <laughs> no. My goodness. Amazing. Man. Terrifying. Terrifying. He's a, he's a terrifying dude. I, I want to know, like, I, I'm going to look up, like, behind-the-scenes stuff for that. Did I want to know. Did someone die on that shoot? Or is that a hit? Really? Or is that Wizard of Oz, know. I'm thinking? I'm thinking I Wizard of Oz. I need to look it up. I, uh, I haven't studied up scary. that movie very much. What, what, so, so. <laughs> you okay? Three best movies? Well, if you if you got more to talk about about Boston, like no, how, no, like no. any genuine interaction, it was more of just like like any genuine. It was inter- a lot of just hanging out. Like any, I went and I went and party, and that's kind of it. <laughs> that's all I gotta know. Was there Mikey just made out some chicks? Oh my god, I wasn't gonna say. That. Mikey just made out some chicks, and that's it. All right, and, 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 and our boys. Back. I gotta bring it real. I just and gotta he just be real. Escaped back. back. <laughs> they, don't, they don't know where he, he went. got back in the car and said, "Bye." Uh, I was just trying to have fun. All right. I went to Harvard. I got a sweatshirt, and that was my good times. Gosh, oh, I'm I'm happy for you, man. Thanks, man. That's, that's cool, a, man. That's I've a, always wanted to go there. We forget he's so young that he's supposed to just oh, yeah. go have fun. You're supposed to be doing that. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. you know. And I'm happy for you. Cut yeah, loose yeah. a little bit. Had a good a little time. bit. Yeah, yeah. Little LSD. You know, right after the old pandemic, <laughs> went out there. Got you something out just, there. You're vax, baby. You're vexed. You got. You got the. It's your yeah. life, dude. You do what you want. I guess so. Yeah. You get to have fun, dude. I definitely didn't think about it once when I was there. And that's it. <laughs> Which is kind of bad. And that's I guess. it. Do your thing. You gotta live, bro. You gotta live. Um, top three movies. Definitely Parasite. Oh. And I think it has Goodwill Hunting. I think it has to be. Whoa. Okay. I love these two. Mm. Are we rounding it out? A third? Oh. You know, I'm going to do a little curveball. Hit it. Because I watched it recently again. Mm. It's Akira. I don't think I've seen that. It's like an animated, like okay. Japanese animated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
it's it's basically like the inception of Japan. Okay. And it's a it's a lot yeah. to unpack. Yeah, yeah. But uh, if you want some obscure like kind of thing, then I think I, I would recommend that. Okay. There's a lot underneath. Like I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. I love it. Love it. Akira. 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 Yeah. Akira. Um. On the list. I gotta go for my top three. With it's a wonderful life. There will be blood. And I gotta watch it's a wonderful life. I don't know. Did you watch it? There will be blood. Mikey. Ever? No. You never watched it's a wonderful life either. No. Oh my Mikey. god. I know. Mike. Everyone. You know what? Tonight I have time. Which one should he watch first? Why is it's a wonderful life one of the best movies of all time? That's, this is a good question, and this is this is gonna be good for us. Why is it one of the best films of all time? Why? Oh man, how do you how do you say this? And keep it's, it keep it so real. It's right to the heart and soul of what it what it means to be alive. <sighs> like like you you want meaning from life. You want a little bit of truth in life. Like that's the movie. That's the man. movie. It's such a human struggle so imaginative it's incredibly written and well acted and it's so moving like it is impo- it is impossible i have never met one person who has not been so affected by the ending because it's so dramatically just perfectly orchestrated mm. never mm. seen anything like it they play it it's, every it's year like mikey a, on christmas yeah? every year around christmas it's on tv is it a christmas movie multiple it's times a, it's a, a year. christmas movie. Oh, really? yeah yeah it's technically a christmas movie i would say but it's I don't even I don't even know like you said it very well. I don't know how to I don't know how to describe it better. I think the thing the thing it does, this is what it does effectively. I'll say this. When you watch it, when you get to the other side of it, or while you're going through it, you'll be transported to a different time and you'll relate. You'll relate. Uh you're gonna, fr- Mike. You're gonna freak out when you watch really? it. Really? You're gonna freak out. You're gonna lose your mind. It's. I think you're the you're you're the kind of dude who needs to see this movie. Really? Straight up. Straight up. It it reminds me when I watch it after I'm watching or while I'm watching it that like what you have is so much more important to focus on than what you don't. Like you, you the the bounty you already reap, you don't even see it. You can't you you're missing it. You're missing it what you already have. I'm telling you, dog. Hmm. It does such a good job of that. It does such a good job of that. I get chills. Yeah. I got chills thinking yeah. about it. Yeah. I'll watch it tonight. It was such a good film, man. By the way, real quick, I went to the Van Gogh exhibit. Thank you for my birthday gift. Oh, you did? I went this last week. How was that? Alina. It was great, man. Really? It was so great. It was so moving, bro. I fell in love with him all over again. Really? Yeah, bro. I started. Li- I got bought an audible book. I've been listening to his whole life, oh. everything. Uh, thank you for that gift. Yeah, that was man. a beautiful gift. It was like an art installation, and like the, it was the whole walls were projected, and like it was it was like curated by these like Broadway aficionados that produce all these beautiful Broadway plays and sets and the music and the, and the, mm. the paintings were like alive. Man, you see where he was sketching and like. It just really, it was really cool. Like, I felt like I was looking through his eyes. Yeah. You know? Oh, that's cool. It was really cool. So, thank you. That was a beautiful gift. 
and uh, and it spark it like kicked up that spark, that little flame in me again, that creative flame. There we go. This guy was something else, man, with that brush, dude, and that paint, dude. That's he was awesome. something else. Um, yeah, man. <laughs> so that's that's that. But uh, wait, what, what what about what about um, there will be blood. You should you would fall in love with that just just on a creative side, like you would fall in love with that movie. It's another written flawlessly. It's it's acted flawlessly. It's directed flawlessly. The dude. I don't know how to describe it. I don't know how to describe it. Yeah. I don't even know what the, what the just as a movie. Like you want to see a great film. Yeah. That's the film. It, it's a classic. Yeah. Oh. It's you're, you're it never get old. It's so good, Daniel Day Lewis. Yeah. Those are two. Uh, those are two good movies to clump together, because it's like it's a wonderful life is an incredible movie about triumph, and like uh, there will be blood is a perfect movie about tragedy. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like those those two sides of that spectrum, and yeah, there will be blood is is so it's so dark. It's dark, yeah, and it's all about you know, greed. It's about greed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, underbelly of greed, but it's you see how far it can go. It's man. also kind of perfect. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's like Paul Thomas Anderson to me, like living directors. I don't know if it gets any better. Um, but he he's obviously one of the best of all time, and that's you know unanimously considered his best movie. Yeah, it's like his magnum opus to me. Like all his movies are incredible, but that one is it's its own thing. Yeah, yeah, man. dude, and. and old. The the last one for my third spot. It's got. I told you already before before sunset. Oh yeah, that oh, one's a great. That's a the middle choice. the middle of the trilogy. Yeah. The what the what? Why the middle one? Because because you get oh. the C. I think the middle one. The middle one. Dang. Okay, this is a good question. First one is like the this beautiful flowering of two people like meeting each other and then that 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 I think it's just where I'm, like it it. it, it I think as you grow, they change. Mm. Like I think it was before sunrise, and now it's before sunset for me because they're adults. They're yeah. they're they're life has like very much hit them in the face. The reality of like where they ended up was not what they thought they were gonna do nine years ago, and uh, the clock starts when you see them yeah. again, and it's like <laughs> they come with a, a world. Like the first one, it's like they're these fucking fresh faced world in front of them they don't even know who they are yet yeah. but they're making these grand accusations and discoveries and you know claims like we did when we were young and like we thought we knew and right like you used yeah, to say, yeah. you know and they're, they're, that's who they are and then now when you meet them and, and like he's he's signing books in in, in shakespeare and co and, and you know and uh where are they in paris they're in paris right yeah, paris. uh <clears throat> and he sees her like from that moment i get chills dude i'm like yeah because there's so many questions. Yeah, the first time I watched, just I like couldn't stop. Isn't it great? Yeah. Link that's later, really, dude. That's really interesting because like I think the second makes sense too because like I feel like a lot of movies like the sequel is never better. Oh yeah. You know? like, yeah. I don't know. I don't really know one. You guys probably know a couple. Do you know any sequels better, dude? I don't know. It's tough. You know sequels what I mean? better, Adam. Which one? Uh, Godfather Part Two, arguably. <laughs> Uh, uh. I mean, uh, that's like the only one yeah, that, uh, yeah. that I can think of that's 
up there. Space yeah. Jam. <laughs> oh my god! Don't get into it, dude. Yeah. Don't go there. Did you watch it? I haven't yeah, seen it. I watched. I haven't it. I watched you it. did? Yeah. What'd you think? You know, it was an entertaining movie. Mm-hmm. I'm a snob now. People are gonna call me a snob, dude. But I love that Space Jam one, dude. Space Jam. And it didn't. It, to me, it didn't hold up. It didn't hold up. It was still fun to watch. It was like a, what you know, throw it on when you're at the end of your day and you want to watch yeah. a fun thing. It's fun and it's funny and it's cute and it's you know loony and mm. all that good stuff. But um, I think they crammed a lot into one thing and it was it was like it was like a mild progression. It was just yeah. like a like a you know. But Space Jam was like you know what it is with, with the before trilogy. It's like each one makes sense. Oh, they so you know what I mean. They so like it's do. meant to be. You know, you're gonna. Ha- That's what I always miss about like my favorite movies is like I want to see after. Yes. You know what I mean? I want to, I wish there's a way I could just Can go visit and just see the normal life after. Yes, dude. Yes. You know, I love romanticizing that. That's what he does, but, man. Yeah. That's, that's what, what it, he does so well, dude. Yeah. He did it so well, especially in that second one. And then the third mm. one, the first shot you oh, get is yeah. him going to the airport and then it's a, it's, it's a whole tracking shot of him with his two daughters and they ended up together and it's been years and like, it's just, it's, it's beautiful. It's yeah. beautiful. The, the, it's not a conventional like story, but it's beautiful um, and very honest. So that's my third. Beautiful. That's my third. Hey, I want to ask you guys: Can we get Hold any up. word? <laughs> I was just going to ask Adam. On what's going on? I'm just going to ask Adam, dude. So, Adam. Yes, sir. You got some skeletons in your closet. Is that fair to say? That's definitely. <laughs> No, uh, but there's there's some news, man. There's some news. I think, if I'm not mistaken, you become a business owner through uh, the, the past months. Is that mm-hmm. true? That's true. True or false? Yes. Just just answer true or false <clears throat> in this segment. True. 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 Okay. Uh, is it safe to say that this company has something to do with storytelling? Safe. What you say? It's true. It's true. True. Okay. Is it true or false that you're making a feature film? True. Mm. Is it true that it's a film about dodgeball? Which one? No. Okay. No, no, it's not. That's false. <laughs> well, okay. Dodgeball. I'm going I'm to open it up now. Dude, you're a business owner. Congratulations. Congrats, man. <laughs> Thanks, man. What's the name of the company? Um, Any Town Pictures. Woo! That's clean. Any town pictures. Why is that, bro? Because uh, we have this belief that talent and uh, the next poet of the world or storyteller or filmmaker of any kind can come from any town, any place, anywhere, anytime. Come on. Come on, dude. Are you oh, kidding any me? Any town. Any town. I love that. Oh, that fits boy. well, dude. You don't even that know. That fits really like well. Mikey, you like it? Do you yeah, like it? that fits really good. Think of the merch. Dave is our merch guy. Think of the money. He's got a lot of things, but he's also the merch guy. Dude, I'm the merch guy. Uh, Death Valley t-shirts coming soon. Death Valley tees are on the way. How do you feel, man? How do you feel owning a business? You've taken man, I, you've taken your creativity in your own hands, and you've you've said, "I'm going to create story with or without." You know, someone saying you can't. Yeah. Yeah, it feels good. It's very empowering, and um, I think it's right in line with with um, 
my calling, my purpose. I think it's the it's the perfect way to with each day of my life when it comes to work mm-hmm. to give back to someone else. Mm-hmm. Because as much as it is a place where I get to make movies, which is kind of my dream, it's also a place where I can hire people whose dream it is to make movies as well. And we're all collectively working to serve the audience. So it's like a really service oriented situation Mm. and it's all around the things which we're most passionate about storytelling and Mm. the connectivity potential of what stories are and that's what that's what it's all about and so yeah we got a feature in the works it's going to be the first first movie to come out of any town and produced by any town specifically but we obviously we have a lot more in the works and we hope to hope to keep going if we can make good ones and it can be a place that on the road people can count on uh see good stories and quality filmmaking you know the pillars of of good movies so first and foremost good script good writing good acting you know embodied through like you know lived out the vitality of your story lived out in people that's what the job of the actor is and then obviously directed well so executing that story and all the departments involved shooting it recording it and then cutting it, editing the other pillar. So that's what we're focused on. We think that there's there's something missing in the market, which is a, just a consistent, you know, quality movie mm-hmm. that's released each year. Um, maybe multiple a year down the road if we can get a lot of things produced at one time, that'd be great. But we're just focused on one project at a time, and we think that if we can make something good, they can find a, an audience. And we just want. Just want people who, you know, we, we went through it. Um, I, I just don't want people who grow up somewhere that aren't the two coasts and not feel like they have to move away from their family to do the thing they want to do. Because now that I've been back with my family, I see how much time I lost. And I see that, man, it would have been cool if someone like me came along and like had a sit down with me and told me, you know, asked me the right questions, but also gave me the right advice. Mm-hmm. So that's what we're trying to do with a business. And we think we think we mm-hmm. can do it. And uh, nothing, nothing's guaranteed. Everything's a risk, but this one is absolutely worthwhile because each day that we've been building this, it's felt like a dream come true. Just yeah. being able to sit down and, and work on making it a reality. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? hmm. That's exciting, man. That's super exciting. <laughs> I feel like this yeah. is like such a like a long time coming kind of just yeah. You know? Oh yeah. It just feels like right. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. What I want to I want to get to one little thing. What's a little thing? What? Because obviously a lot of things in life, there's so many risks that come with passion. Oh yeah. Especially in a creative field, right? Yeah. What convinced you to make a to take the risk? I love that. That's why he's. That's why he's my co right here. That's a good question. Come on now. That's why he's Each. half of the half the pie right here. Come on. I get one good question. You get one every, every couple of podcasts. <laughs> well, there, there's a couple, I guess there's a couple ways to answer this. Mm. The, you know, I have to frame things and, and understanding that there's, in my belief, there's nature, like the natural world, the things that we see, the things that we understand. And then there's super nature. And that's something that is different. It's mm-hmm. otherworldly. It's spiritual. Obviously, in my belief, it's it's God. 
and I don't know, man, I was driving down the road and it was just like, as if Katie said it, just like start a business. I was like, no, because my, my natural inclination is to just do what I want and love and am comfortable with and just be left alone. Mm. That's just, I, I don't, I don't want to, I don't, I've always said this. I'm allergic to money. I don't understand business and I don't want to learn. I just want to do my thing and I want to be left alone. So it felt very much not from me, that thought. Mm. The natural answer is that there was no other way for me to do what I, I love. Just no other way. Um, I say it, dude. I say it know, all the time. Not, not getting a lot of auditions. Uh, I would just literally have to sit here and just wait. And I can't. I can't do that. I can't sit here and wait. I just don't think that I was called to sit and wait. Um, thank God I have a passion for writing and directing. Otherwise, I, I mean, that, that's why we're building a place because we know there's so many other actors who are sitting there waiting too. They're like, I just want something to serve. I need a story, man. I need a script. Well, the truth is there's not, there's only a limited amount. Um, and I think that we should build a place where we have valuable stories and we need valuable actors. And so instead of just complaining and being like, it's hard. Yeah, duh. Anything that you're trying to succeed at is hard. What are you? What value are you adding back instead of just complaining? And I was like, man, just the voice got louder and louder. And I started reading a lot of, you know, the legal stuff about starting a business. Then I started re- researching the history of Hollywood, the history of independent cinema. Started diving into that and seeing like, well, what what was good about this? What was bad about this? Going into the from the new Hollywood era in the '70s, which was to me the creative peak for American cinema every movie there. I mean, it was like, couldn't miss. Then star Wars happened better for worse. Like there's good things about it, bad things about it in terms of cinema. Then you jump into the independent era with Sundance and Miramax. And you kind of go, Oh my goodness, get this crazy boom. Why did this happen? And you look at it and, and it's like necessity is the mother of invention. Mm. People wanted real stories from real people. And they just wanted to feel like life was a reflection upon that screen. And when I look around now, I'm sitting here unemployed this year and I'm like, well, I hope the next script comes along. It's like reality check. Mm-hmm. Next script coming. Bro, you ain't the one getting cast. <laughs> Crazy. It's like, dude, no, Matt Damon's getting cast, dude. Not you. Yeah. Not, not you. me. And so yeah. I was like, wow. And when I look at my friends who are super talented, I'm like, well, one of us should get it. But it's like none of us are getting considered. So I was thinking, man, what do I want to do, man? And then so that it just the voice kept getting louder. Start a business, start a business, start a business. And then it just one thing led to another and the fear started to become smaller than the faith. And then it just was like, I just started taking action, called Dave, started writing. Um, and I just started writing and, and writing and writing and writing. Not just one thing, but multiple things, having ideas, writing them down, and then just talking them into existence. And then meeting that with action and prayer and being like, I want to do that. Uh, I think I could do this. I mean, talking to people about it, spreading that message idea. What do you guys think? What do you think about this? I'm getting great feedback. And then before I know it, it was like, hey, I think we have to file paperwork with the state of Texas and we have to have an LLC and we have to do all this stuff if we want to be protected and protect the interests of those investing and actually make this thing and sell this thing and get a dis- distribution and et cetera. And it was like, oh. Wow, I guess we started a business. That's weird. But it gives me hope that, you know, if we if we can succeed, 
obviously we can pass that on to the next person who is coming up and kind of confused, has the same questions, mm-hmm. maybe the same desires. And we can say, Hey man, you can have a, you can have a job here and we can employ people and hire people whose dreams don't have to just be in the hands of somebody else, but mm-hmm. it can be in their own and to some degree. Yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, ditto. Um, <laughs> no, uh, uh, I mean, cause we're dealing with, we're making an independent film, a feature film. We've never done it before. So you got to imagine like what we're faced with, with the structure of it all now. Like mm-hmm. I want to, I want to paint a picture for you real quick. Yeah. Um, you know, how do you, how do you raise money for this feature? If you guys haven't made a feature before? Well, um, we have a great script. Well, we're not going to read it because we don't know you. You're not a name. You don't come with money. Uh, you're not going to sell. You won't sell tickets, right? Because you're not a name. The structure of it has to be who's in the film. Uh, did you hire someone huge? Mm-hmm. No? Well, then we're not funding it because we're not going to make our money back. Okay. What if it's a small budget? No. We're not giving you money because it's not a big enough. You're not going to make money because you're nobody. That's what we get right now, yeah. right? Like that's the the consensus of people who have been here doing this for a long time in this structured independent film world. Now, if we make a great feature, uh, who's going to watch it? Well, this, you get into film festivals, right? You go on a, fil- a festival run, right? I'm doing it now. My short. Uh, and you think that's like independent film world, right? Like you imagine like that's where the the dude – who or the or the the woman who made the film about tie fighting in in South Bronx prisons or something like that gets picked up by Sundance and they're like, oh my God, you're you're the next Soderbergh. Like you're 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 an incredible filmmaker. Right? Like an unknown. No one was in the film, nothing like that. It's very rare now. Now it's like a game of like little Hollywood. It's like uh who is in the film? Like, like, like Minari went to Sundance, you know what I mean? And then got, got to the Oscars. It's like the, the Steven Yoon is not a nobody. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? The, 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 uh, uh, Nomadland. I don't know what festivals that got into, but it definitely got into festivals and then went to the Oscars and won. There's a process. And if you don't play by the rules, these rules that are structured right now, you know, yeah. you're not going to be seen. Like that's what they're telling us. So we don't, it's like, I'm not trying to box us in a, in a, in a, put us in a box, but like, we're putting something to the test here, I think, mm. with this feature, which is like, how about we go learn how to write a story really well? How about we go learn how to act really well? And that took a decade. How about we, how about we go figure out how to direct this thing really well? What, what, what makes good direction? How, how, how about we put people together that, that work well together, that care about the story, that, it's shot in the place that it's told and we keep it as authentic as possible and, and and we tell this thing for a certain amount of money that isn't astronomical. Like, oh, it's just a million dollar film. It's just a small indie film. That's not a small indie film. I'm sorry. That is not a small indie film. Indie films used to get made for fucking $7,000 and they'd win Sundance. And, and then someone's career would be fucking discovered. Soderbergh's career would be discovered. And look at him now. He's one of the best directors of all time. That doesn't happen anymore. So we're saying... Let's just focus on our story and, and all the other things I just listed and let's just see what happens. Let's see if, 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 if it really isn't about story anymore. Let's see. Let's see. 
it's not a challenge. It's not a, it's not that it's like, I just believe in story. I believe if we can affect people through story, we can create a business off of beautiful storytelling, honest storytelling, well-crafted storytelling, not stealing, not, not swindling, not, not sweetening, not none of that. Not who do we know? How do we rope this together? Uh, for the, for help you out on the next one thing. That's not what this is. And I think there's, we're really, I think this is my, and I could be so wrong. Um, but that's worth putting my neck out. That that's worth starting a business. That's worth to me. This is, this is a service dude. Yeah, it really is. And it is for Adam too. I'm speaking for you, but I know it is. Um, it's worth it, man. I I want, if if I'm going to crash and burn, if I'm going to die in a hill, it's that hill. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I can't be the dude waiting for the phone call to go do Space Jam 2, dude. It's, yeah. it's not that's not what I want to do. It's not the story I want to tell. Um, and I don't disrespect anyone who does. Just speaking for myself, don't need the fame. Don't need the, the trillions of dollars. Don't need it. Uh, the thing I want to tell is good story, an yeah. honest story. And I know I can. And uh, this is our way to do that. Any town pictures. Um yeah, and, and I just believe in it so much. I have so much faith, man. For the first time in my life, I have so much faith in what I'm doing. You know? Isn't it, it's like a... You know what? I want to just add yeah, in there. It's like... I'm, I'm sure... I think this is like a huge just step, you know, in a different direction. Totally. Because, you know, we know... We all know each other a long time. I know all your friends now mm-hmm. for, you know, years mm-hmm. just just from the podcast, right? Yeah, yeah. And I know how hard you guys work. I know how hard actors work, mm-hmm. you know, and there's this internal struggle with like, I think all creative fields with that, like, why can't I just fucking, if it's good, why can't it just be up there, right? Yeah. Why can't it be up on the fucking marquee and, you know, everyone fucking loves it. I think you have to include like that side like that whatever business side of oh, it yeah, yeah like that is part of it dude you know it is such a hundred percent and we're so ignorant to think like what are you trying not... to just van go <laughs> like is that what you want uh, no you know what i mean it's it's, it's not gonna happen that way to man. find like a drawer of like all your films that you made and they're like dude these are amazing and, but you know, I'm, one day but i'm dead for or like years. or like yeah. that book you found with the ladies yeah, writing with their hair yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah yeah it's like Obviously, you guys have been, you know, working to be able to tell story yeah, and to do the work that like the passion and put it out there mm-hmm. and you already proved that, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? But the gateway, you know, there's, there's, you have to go down the channel. It's just, it's just a different route, man. It's just yeah. a different route. I don't think, and, and you, I don't think like there is a way to, I think you don't lose you know, yourself through it. I, I think th- it's possible. I think it's actually we. I I'll speak myself. Yes, found myself through it. Yes, I okay. think it's. I was just. We were just talking today about this. I feel like I was running my head against a yes, wall, man, with my career for yeah. ten years, eleven years. Was just door shut in my face. Door shut in my face. You know, you could come in for a second, but then get the hell out. That kind of thing. Yeah. And uh, I don't think I am, I said this 75 times on this podcast, I don't think I'm built for that system. 
I don't think I fit into it because it's not built for. I sound braggadocious, but I just say it like it's it's not story first. It's not story first. Yeah. It's a, it's a money making machine, and like, but you, it's it works. It yeah. works. You make money in order for our businesses to succeed. You need we need to make money on the film. Yeah. So it's it's not like we're just you know telling the honest story. We also need to know business. We need, we've been learning about how to how to run a business. Like it's it, it, and it's so difficult. It's it's trust, not easy. Trust me, dude. I, I do that for work. So I'm saying you and know, it's not easy. And Mikey, I've never done this in my life, dude. Yeah. I never took a business class. Period. Like I don't think I don't know if Adam yeah. has or not, but. You you talk for me, bro. I'm I'm I'm, yeah. I'm done. I'm I'm and 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 I and I get what you're saying. It's like to do the work. Oh yeah, and that is like you can't. It's a, it's you just really a lot. Can't, it's man. a lot. It, you really can't. That's why I I get the fucking feeling of like if I do that and I succumb to that, then I'm losing. Uh-huh. I'm losing a part of me, right? Or I'm losing a part of the integrity. It, yeah, it's the integrity thing for sure. Now, I I think though that like this is what I feel like. The fucking collective thing has been like working toward like this is the reason why yes. you've all been met together is like, all right, you can't do it, but all of you can do it. Totally. Right. Totally. Totally. Yeah. It kills me to see the talent we have, like, yeah. like the people we know and, and, and even in Adam, you know what I mean? Like, it kills me to know that like, like, you know, you pick up the phone and be like, you know, I don't know. I don't know what to do. I've done everything. I've exhausted all my options. I've exhausted all my options, all my money. I don't know what to do. Because it's not it's not in our hands, dog. But if I if you knew a casting director or I was a casting director, I could put you in a movie like that yeah. or my show. Exactly. And is that fair? Is that a meritocracy? Not really. Not for Adam who's been growing up. I mean, if for- you're good enough to to act the part truthfully it's right for you then yes but that that's typically not the way it goes it's like the director will say we need someone talented like i need someone who fits the fits the mold has a skill set knows how to act and they're like well that's just my boy and it's like that doesn't work they don't care i mean it seems as if it's on the movies that are out there it doesn't that's not a priority yeah and so hey maybe we're wrong you know maybe we're wrong little, little indie film company we try it out maybe it doesn't work don't watch our movies yeah i have strong feeling that you know it's going to be something that people are looking for it's what i'm looking for yeah and like that's that's what that that's a good i think place to start and the advice that i yes gotten, yes someone wants to start a business it's like what do you want to see boom i think there was a i don't know if i'm going to word this right but there was a great question at the impetus of starting a business that someone asked in their their little class and they were like this is like a skillshare class I, I like checked it out and they said how would the world be a worse place if your business didn't exist and so it forced you to ask to answer that question. Yeah. If your answer is like, I mean, I just love it. It's like <laughs> bad, bad answer. But you don't want kitty phone covers, dude, with the ears and sh- It's not quite the right meow. Yeah, you know what I'm man. saying? Maybe that is what it is, but and, and there's a definitely a place with that. Katie's gonna buy all of it. It's the right meow. <laughs> but for me, it, it, it that question was great because it made me really, really think. Yeah. And I was like I know I have all this energy for something and I just wrote it all down and then you distill it, right? You just distill it down and it's like, okay, now make a mantra. And I was like a mantra. And it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, 
some very simple, three words, two words, one word. What's your business? And it was like, this is terrifying. I don't know. Movies and it's poetry of it. He's like, no, no, no. What's, what's your thing? And it was like, I want to see better movies now. That's what I want. Like when I, when I look at movies, I watch the ones in the seventies or, or like a couple in the eighties or a few in the nineties or like there'll be blood. Like, it just feels like we're on a downward trend for quality for cinema. I'm like, why? I'm like, I want better movies now. So if I can contribute to that, it's not just like as an actor, sometimes maybe it's like, no, I can actually be a producer and a writer and a director and I can act in those as well. You know, if there's a right role. And I, so I can really, really contribute to the things that, that I wish I could see out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's a worthwhile shot. Like I'm sitting here with nothing, right? In terms of business, in terms of career, I have my talent. I have the skills that I develop. I have a technique, but in terms of a career and money and a job and a place to go to work every day, I don't have any of that. Mm-hmm. I don't even have prospects of that. So if we fail, who cares? You know, we, we end up where we started and we start again from day one, having known now knowing more than, than what we knew at the onset and it's worth it. Yeah. In our opinion. Absolutely. And I get to do it with my homie. I mean, it's come on, than come that. on now. You know, something better than that. It's better than that, dude. And there'll be, there'll yeah, be like any you, town real quick, to touch on oh, yeah. what you were saying. Like you, you were talking about almost like the the necessary evil right of business yeah we as creators and artists it's like eh, business eh, commerce is just it's the enemy to creativity it's like oh it isn't it's the partner mm-hmm. and i didn't realize that yeah. I, I really didn't i didn't think about it at all and i was like someday i'm gonna be so good it doesn't matter someone's gonna scoop me up <laughs> it's like maybe maybe not but if you learn more about marketing and you learn more about that and maybe you'll understand that these two things are they coexist for mm-hmm. a reason. Mm-hmm. And so people in the world are given different talents and skill sets. It's not just about the artist. It's about the vehicle that artist is in because ultimately it's in service of a person who bought a ticket or, or pr- paid the price of admission or whatever. And I'm like, Oh, Oh, com- commerce is a conduit of delivery mm-hmm. of your thing yeah. to the world. And I was like, oh, man, okay, okay, I'm starting to get it. And and now any business decision that we make, business question that we ask, it's now almost just as exciting mm-hmm. as the creative and artistic stuff. Not quite, because at the, at the heart of it, it's always going to be like, I want to act or I want to tell a story. But if you're just telling a story, I always say this, but if you're just telling a story in the bathroom, who cares? You know, yeah, you're just doing yeah. it for you. Why don't you tell a story to like small town or – school of high school, like high school or theater or a platform or something like, why don't you get it out to people? Cause it really, it really challenges your answer to the question. Why, why are you doing it? It's like, I just want to do it. Why? I, I, I like myself better when I'm doing it. It's like, that seems now when I was like that, it felt more self-focused. It's like the ultimate act of embodying a character, right? Or, telling a story it's like to empathize with someone across from you and then to share that like what are you sharing sharing my story why i want to help other people now we're starting to get into something that's selfless and so this just it's it's a whole it's literally like it's it's no different than what we've been doing and yet it's the complete opposite of what we've been (laughs) doing in some ways or at least i did yeah 
Yeah, well, I mean, I, I used to be allergic to business. I feel like yeah. I, I wouldn't want to talk about it if it came up. I'd be like, you yeah. keep that over there. I'll keep the creative juices flowing over yeah. here. And that's how, like you said, I'll, I'll get mine eventually. And then I'll be able to share with people and be of service. But um, yeah, man, I, I'm enjoying it now, the business stuff, more than I've ever I've ever thought of it before. Making decisions, talking to people I feel uncomfortable talking to, picking up the phone, asking for help. Uh, you know, it's just been, it's been such a, a, a great learning experience and it's such a new, it's like a cool new thing to learn just like acting was. It's like, a, it's a great new thing to learn for my life because I'm going to have to be doing business. Yeah. You know, um, for myself, for my company, for, for my people I love, like it's, it's better to know than not to know. Yeah. And sadly, I think in this world, like with how technology has been going, like everything's a brand now. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Which is like, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. I really don't. Um, it's a free market, so anything could survive, anything yeah, could die out, you know? Yeah, but I just think it, you know, the saturation totally. of everything is just, I think that's why you see, you're kind of feeling that there's like a downward trend, you know, with film. I think it's the opposite, Doug. You think? Yeah, I think I think the little guy, the little production companies, are die, they die out left and right because the structure in place hides itself as an independent film community. But, you know, to thread the needle of that system and to succeed is, yeah, I mean, you got to be yeah, awesome. And you need to do the right things that they tell you to do in a lot of ways to make a minimal amount. And then they have your film for 15 years. Like, it's 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 very rare, man. It's I, I, I can't even give you an example of it. You know, Rob, Robert had some success and, and we get into that another time. But like, there's just it's just a i think i think it's backwards like i think what you said is backwards because again the the impotence to like create an independent company like it's minimal now because what's your capital do you have a couple million can you make your own feature no uh who's attached nobody okay um well you can't do it you can't do it. You're not going to make money on on the back end. It doesn't make sense. Why? Because you need those things in order to sell the movie. Well, can I just tell a great story with great editing, great filmmaking, great directing, great actors for less money because they're not names yet? No, no, no. Can't do that. Because why? It won't go to the festivals. Why? Because there's no names. Why does that matter? Because no one will buy tickets at the festival. And then we can't give you awards. So what's the, what's the what's the draw then if your thing is fame, if your thing is... I want to make movies. I want to be successful. Why start a business? You know, I, th- I think the, the, the interest is like much lower now than like it was back in the day because you had a real shot. You had a real shot. I just think the chance of you making it, you know, through a film festival or th- through a great film that you just happened to make and you, you, you took, you really cared about your story and you really took care of all the, all the necessary assets. Like you had a better shot at making money with your film. And now it's, I just think the, the 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 needle you have to thread is much smaller yeah. for that to succeed. So I think it turns people off to like, dude, we can't do that. I mean, it's going to be insane to do that. We're we're up against all, you know a structure that's pumping out big movies. It's it does it's not it's not built for the little guy. Um, go get an agent. Yeah. Hope to get cast in something down the road. Like that's that's your best bet. And I'm, I'd rather not do that anymore. Yeah. 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 I mean, it, it is like, you know, 
probably in 2012. Again, oh, sorry, dude. Week. I don't know what I'm talking about, by the way. This is just my opinion. I got to clear. Oh, we're talking, yeah. dude. That's my, that's my, what I see. Yeah. Yeah. But I think, I think what, dude, Mikey, what you're saying, there, there, there is a negative thing about oversaturation when, the, when what is being created is mediocre or not good. Yeah. And it's, but- and it's constant. Right, like me and Katie were talking about this, and we've talked about this, Dave. Mm. Uh, it's like when did when did film start declining in quality? It's like when we started calling, we went from calling them films to content. Like that's what you know. If you think about that, you go, "Why is that happening?" And it's like it's a it's numbers. It's like just pump, just pump yeah. it. And it's like, well, where where are you getting all these people to act in your things that are names now? It's like Instagram or whatever. Like they have a, a following. It's like that doesn't translate into skills. Like just because you have a hundred million followers on Instagram doesn't mean you can act. Acting is hard. Like it takes a real, real dedication and commitment and it's really tough. You can't just learn that overnight and you can't just, you can't actually inherit that. We've seen people whose really successful careers, they have children and then their children are like, it's just not quite the same. Mm -hmm. It's like, there's because there's a, there's a real practice in place and there, there, there's, there's definitely a foundation of talent upon which to build a skill. And then the skill is a value to a good story. And I feel like we're just constantly inundating the market with mediocre material in these platforms that have endless money because they're tech companies. They're big corporations. It's not indie filmmaking. Indie yeah. filmmaking was the person who has no money going outside and filming a bird 20 hours to get like the right angle and then like sending it to their friends and it's like, check out this bird. And it's like, wow, cool, man, a bird. It's like, who cares? This is about trying to get at the, the something within human life. Like, that's what we really are doing as artists. And it's a struggle. But we want to add value or we see there's mediocrity. And, and that's hopefully these companies or, or a new company like ours or something will come along and say, that does have value. And we do have distribution. And we know people that want to see that. And when the people start tasting it, not going to want that other stuff. And that's our, that's our premise, right? Like that's our goal. We don't know if that's true. We could fail and that's fine. Most startups fail, but it's like you said a million times, it's worthwhile. Dude, the Nick Lasardis of the world, man, we say it all the time. This, this young kid, I don't know if I said on the podcast before, did I say this to you before? A kid from that I watched this film, Yeah, dude. You look, you watch his little short film he made. It's not a little film. It's his short film he made on YouTube. And you're like, I was so moved. He was moved. My wife was moved. His wife was moved. It, it, he, he's, and he's 16. Yeah. And you just see that this, he's got something. He cares about story. The way in which he's telling the story, there's so much care, so much uniqueness. And we're saying like, you know, the road for Nick is going to be tough, man. Yeah. It's going to be I don't know because I'm not God and I can't see that far, but I have a hunch that like it's not going to be easy, man. It's just not. And uh, how many Nick Lasardis are there? You know, how many Van Goghs haven't been discovered that they're going to die and then their artwork's going to be looked back and they'll be like, we missed it. We missed it. We missed it. Damn it. We missed it. We can't have any more. We're stuck with what we have. Um, or someone that never, never goes, never tries just because – they're afraid or they have to leave their hometown. They don't want to sacrifice family or, you know, they have a story in their heart that they've been dying to tell and they, they don't know how to start the process. Like, and it could be the thing that changed. It could be the next, it's a wonderful life. 
I don't want to be the Who dude knows? that like didn't contribute to at least trying to find like one of those people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, cause you never know, dog. People are people. We, we, we all got it in us. Like there's, there's something, yeah. there's something buried, I think inside of each, each of us. If we can excavate it and like curate it and bring it to the surface, we can really serve and be of service while we're here. Yeah. Um, yeah. We want to yeah. be at least successful enough to give a place to people like Nick or yeah. whatever. Yeah. You know, yeah. Someone yeah. who's who's like a young filmmaker who wants yeah. to do it. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that like I understand like your you guys side of it. But I think with me, what I mean with the oversaturation, even like in terms of just actors. Like just, just act oh yeah. And uh, right. most things. But You're even right. like like just from like TikTok, dude. Yeah. You ever watch like kids that have like the I'm telling you, it's like a genre on TikTok. These kids get like millions of thousands of views and they call themselves actors and they do like these like POV videos. You, you've seen that shit. Uh-huh. And like, you just, I'm an actor. Yeah. I do a little, you know, thing. Yeah. And these kids get starred in fucking Disney shows. They do. You know what I mean? Yes. Good for them. And even on, uh, this is even deeper because I'm through like that YouTube shit. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Dude, there's literally like legit like uh you know like motivational kind of like short films yeah stuff yeah, like that yeah. people like write you know to like lift spirits and stuff yeah. there's literally people copying films and like because they get tons of clicks if they put them on like facebook or something like 50 million views or something. whoa people copy a story and just shoot it themselves and they're like literally there's like tens of thousands of channels doing the same thing wow. and getting crazy views making money like it's it's dark man it's dark just from technology i think that's what you know, sprung that. That's not art. That's just, that's, that's what I'm saying. Creativity is. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's, it's sad. Yeah. That's yeah. why I said that. Yeah. I, I understand now what you mean. Totally. And I think you're right. Yeah. That's like, I don't want to see that be like, I don't want the term of actor, these things that, you it's know, loose, man. It's super yeah, loose like, now. It's it, keeps, it used to be revered. It keeps dude. like getting looser. Dude, it used to be revered, yeah. bro. Like I, and, and dude, that's my opinion. Like it's loose. Yeah. Everyone's an actor. And I Everyone think there should stabbed. be a pride for all it these should positions, be, man. You know? It should be. It should be. There should be a pride for it. I mean, it's that. It's that. I forget whose quote it is, but Meisner put it up on his classroom wall. But it was like, I wish the stage was as narrow as a tightrope, so that <laughs> people would think twice before daring to step on top. Oh, man, because it, wow. it's really, it truly is an art form. But Katie yeah. used to have this sticker on her notebook. That was a De La Vega, I think, quote. And it was like, what comes fast goes fast. Yeah. Ain't worried about it. You know what I'm saying? I think Mm. people are moved by really good stories and people, you know, who are embodying them through acting and really good stories. And it takes, it it takes time and effort and it's really tough to discipline. You know what, you Uh, know what, dude, I heard, I, and I was thinking about you. Someone said to me, oh, who was it? Who was it? I don't know. So a family member, someone close to me said, oh, I couldn't be an actor. I said, why? Because uh, I'm too shy. I said, that's great. I said, you might be great then. She said, why? I said, the trick is like, you got to get to the point where you're, you're, you feel like you actually share that, that shyness, you know, because you'd be great. And like, that's the thing that twists people up, I think is like, mm-hmm. But I'm shy. I'm not outgoing. I'm not like the life oh, of the man. party. I'm not the one that's like the loud yeah. one of the group. I was always the quiet one. It's not about that. That's 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 phony. That is a uh, yeah. that is a exactly. surface thing. You know, that's what you present to the world. 
the thing that acting does, the efficient actors do, technical actors do, uh, the, the best actors do, is share who they really are with you and what they really feel with you and what they're really, who they are. You really see that. It's not a, it's not a how do I look right now? Is my makeup okay kind of thing? Or, you know, I hit my spot. It's not that. It's not that. It's not that. It transcends that. It's you really, you really sharing unabashedly who you are with somebody in the moment. Uh, and it's captured on film or you see it because you paid for a ticket and you watched it in, in person and it made you feel like, wow, fuck, I feel that inside, you know, with my husband back home and I'm, I never expressed it to him in 30 years, but I, I feel exactly that with that, what this dude just, just did up there. Like, I had, yeah, I had exact, I had an exact moment with someone that I worked with at this cafe that I worked at and she was a dancer and she was like, Ugh, I don't, I could never act cause I can't hide how I feel. And I was like, that would make you a great actor. Yeah. Yeah. We need real human emotion tell a, a meaningful story he was like no but then i would i can't hide how i feel i was like that's what we want on display yeah because they talked about like a mo- being a monster it's like a monster in life it can be miserable someone oh, yeah. who's just brash and bold and will just say anything they want whatever they feel just comes to mind super impulsive in acting yeah that's your <laughs> that's, that's, canvas yeah and your yeah. palette yeah that's what we need we need the subject of human raw human emotion to tell these deeply meaningful stories and this to follow that up Sanford Meisner quote that Robert Duvall says all the time which I love he said a carpenter you know makes a chair out of wood that's how acting is except instead of making something out of wood you make it out of yourself that's the actor's craft using yourself using yourself yeah the material of wood right material of you yeah. That's the, your DNA. How to you use yourself. Who you are yeah. is how you create a character. Yes. And like, that's not TikTok. That's not <laughs> copying someone, emulating someone's face. It is surely like not copying. And you know the difference. Dude. You know the difference. You might get a few clicks today. Oh, man. But it's like, the, also, it's for Coppola said this thing today that I heard, didn't say today, but a quote that I'd heard from six years ago. He said today, he's like, the things that you get fired for when you're young are the same things that they make life achievement awards for you when you're old. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's like because you're rubbing the culture the wrong way when you're truthful. That's they right. Don't like, but Dude. then later on the people grow to appreciate you, and that's it goes right. It's the it's the other way of saying what comes fast goes fast. Can I can I it's say like what this? Takes dude? time lasts for a while. Absolutely, absolutely. That happened to me just on the way here. Really. Are we going on time? What are we on? Yeah. You got a little money. Okay. Dude, on the way here, I was like kind of in a rush in my head, listening to music in the car. And a taxi pulled up next to me and this woman was, when we were stopped at the light, right? She's driving, but she stops at the light and she looks so tired, man. And she's like stretching her neck out, you know, 45, something like that. And she just looks over. And just stared at me. And I I was like, I froze. I was like, my, my mind lit up with all this empathy and like compact. My heart swelled. I was like, oh man, what a long day you had. Like, you know, and I felt all these acting muscles kicking up, all the things that we've been taught. And just like general life, like connecting with another human for a second. And it was like, now we're on second eight, second nine, second ten. And eventually I'm like, oh, I got to look away because I don't know. 
because now I'm starting to get nervous. Like, is something wrong? Are you, you know what I mean? I, I don't know what's going on. And I and I was like, wow, look how quick I like. I like, I couldn't stare at her for more than ten seconds, and she was clearly like, it seemed like looking for someone. Like, she needed to share what's what's going on with her, or just see another human across from her and, and connect. Maybe feel less alone, or feel like seen. I don't know. I don't know. But I'm. But now I've been thinking about her since that moment. I can't stop thinking yeah. about this this taxi driver and how exhausted she was and how like. She was like a little girl, man. She was just like, "This is what this is act. This is an acting conversation. This is the kind of thing. I don't know if it happens on TikTok, but like that. That's the kind of thing. You have to care about humanity in such a way. You got to you got to really check in with your fellow human. Like you got to study people, man. Got to really. And and how does it make you feel? You know, what do you see? And what's what's really going on there? Do you have the bravery to like stare in someone's eyes for ten seconds that you don't know? And uh. And I can't stop thinking about that that lady now. I'm like, yeah. I was teared up. I was I was I was confused and like, then I was like, I feel like you're a kid, you're a little girl, and you're and you're struggling. You're struggling. That's the only way I can describe it in my own point of view through my own lens. Well, there's this other thing too that 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 made me think of, which is like my favorite Tennessee Williams thought on drama, which is, he was talking about a streetcar named Desire, and he was trying to appeal to Billy Kazan to direct it. And, and he had heard that Kazan was like, eh, kind of, I don't know. He was having issues with the producer and whatever. Anyway, yeah. it was like, you've asked me what my purpose and my intention behind writing this piece of drama is. And if anything, if I could boil it down, it's the fidelity to life. He's like, when you examine people's lives, you recognize that we all see each other through the distortion of our own egos. When, and he's like, you can see how cloudy the glass can become when everyone has their own distortion. Mm-hmm. No one ever really sees each other for who they really are, except right. through their own cloudy glass. Right. It's like so. Hopefully, at the end of this movie, instead of you feel rage for the black dyed villain, instead because Stanley Kowalski is a human being, you 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 see everyone as a human being, and when you look at them, you say, "Oh, if only they would have known each other, uh. this never would have happened." And that's really when we make movies. This is what we're getting to the heart of. It's Everyone pays a ticket, buys popcorn, sits down with their raisinettes or their freaking junior mints or whatever, and they sit there, turn the lights off, and we watch for an hour and a half to three hours, depending on the runtime. And it's literally telling the audience to sit down and shut up and listen to a human life for as long as the movie runs. Mm-hmm. That's how we know we're together and alive. And we as filmmakers are saying, these people really matter. These people's lives matter so much. I just want you to shh for like an hour and a half. TikTok isn't like that. It's like seven seconds, haha. Seven seconds, what? Seven seconds. Why? That's disturbing. And just like boom, 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 boom. That's not what humanity is. That's not what life is. Like yeah. we learn the most when we shut up and we just listen to somebody. Why are you guys doing a podcast where you have people on and they just talk? It's like, what are they saying? Who cares? Let them say it. And then you listen and it's an hour and a half, two hours, three, whatever it is. And then it's like that person's life matters enough for us to at least listen to them. Maybe we learn something. Maybe we relate. Maybe we move. Like that's what, that's what the whole business idea is. It's work. work what are the stories? Where this? I don't know. It can come from anywhere. Mm-hmm. Let's just, every time we meet someone, whether in New York or LA or anywhere in between, we can just go up to someone and say, hello, look them in the eye and stare at them for 10 seconds or just ask them how they're doing and just 
be together, be alive together, and see what we can do for one another. And like, that's what it's all about. That's why we act. That's why we get all, you know, flowery when we talk about this stuff is because we recognize how precious and meaningful human life is. And the people that we love, you couldn't possibly put words to them. So we try to do it with other elements that aren't just words. The script is fine, but it doesn't quite do it justice. Let's give people the the, the invitation to embody it. Okay, now vitality. Okay, now as the director, let's try to put you guys together, create some sort of conflict where you something standing in between you two really, really getting together like life. And then let's view it from this angle instead of from this way. And let's put the light over there because that says something interesting and pulls them in a little bit more. And let's cut it from this in this way so that we really get it. Mm-hmm. And by the end, you're surprised. And yet you go, oh my gosh. How did I not see this coming? Yeah. Oh no. And you leave connected. You walk out, the lights come up and you go, did you see dude, that, that a moment? Do you remember when the thing happened? And, dude, I was like, no, why would you? These aren't real people. This is a movie. You're it's fake land. It's not, but that's what artists can do is we can utilize these elements and these raw materials and we can really connect each other to yeah. each other and remind us like, yeah, yeah. Traffic sucked. Your boss is a jerk and like you're super hungry right now. But also, did you forget you have a life and it's super short and everyone around you has that same thing. It's super meaningful. And that's it's like, is there a more worthwhile thing for people who have this passion to pursue? Yeah. Let's try to make a place for other people to get together and do this because wow, what a great thing. The wonderful life. No, but it, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's such a great, yeah, man. It's such a great pursuit. And that lady, I said, see, when I pulled up to her, it, it was just, just someone driving a taxi. And the deeper thing is it's, she's not just a taxi driver. It was much, this is a whole person with a whole life. And I, I forgot that because I'm jamming to my music and I'm driving to the podcast. I'm thinking ahead. I'm planning my next thing. I'm, you know, <laughs> but when that, when we looked each other in the eye, it changed and, and it was just like a little, little blip of like what it feels like to act or what it feels like to create, you know, an artistic thing to help humanity check back in, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I don't know if I said that right. That's, that's uh, yeah. what I'm thinking. Yeah. Yeah, man. Any time pictures, get ready. That's it. Hey, there's a GoFundMe yeah. up right now. We do? We got to rep that. Yep. Let's go. Cause we're raising yeah. money. In the yeah, we're doing we're raising funds for it it's a micro budget you know it's an actual indie budget super low but um we have a couple different irons in the fire and we're just trying to raise it any possible way we can we've applied for as many grants as we can apply for we've reached out to people who would potentially be interested in the business in terms of investing mm-hmm. and we have a gofundme up so um anything helps obviously and and we are just grateful uh, that we have the ability to pursue this. And we, we think that if we get a chance to do it, that it's going to be a special thing we can all create together. And, uh, we're, I mean, we're super excited. Oh yeah. I'm, I can't wait. Yeah. Me too, man. I'm excited for you guys. Man. Well, I noticed that you spilled the hot sauce on my pants. Now it looks like I have no, poop I on don't. my pants right now. I did. Oh, no. Yeah. Dude, yeah. That's look how, look at that. I don't know how that happened. But that, look at that. that. There's no way. That's the Formosa on my pants. How'd I do that? I don't know, dog. Maybe when you shook it's it magic up trick. twenty times, you get for going twice. to. Don't ever go to Texas without Mikey. I mean, come on, bro. Formosasauce.com. 
Hey, I think let's wrap it up. That's a wrap. Dude. That's a wrap, man. Hey, Adam, thank you again. Thank you, brother. You're gonna be back. We already know. I mean, it ain't no. But thing. I always love talking to Adam. Guest of the year? I don't know. I think he's just guest Come of on. the podcast. We'll oh. see. Well, I didn't say it. I didn't say it. I didn't say it. We'll see. Didn't say it. No. We'll see. I disagree. I disagree. But uh, I think nah. there's Look this at the, person. What is this lady? <laughs> I'm All right. Shut it down. You can't just. Shut it down. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna put a big blur on that. <laughs> just blur her just out. Pixelated. Just censored. <laughs> right hand lady right here that's that's the <laughs> wife on uh, jumping around like a like a bunny i'm on an exercise ball okay all right all right <laughs> who knows man who knows? you never really know what you're gonna get with katie <laughs> katie if you had one last word for the people listening oh hit him katie <laughs> one last no, word uh if i had one last word for the people listening or, or phrase or anything what would you share I'll wait until tomorrow. Oh, God. And th- that's the clip. Hitting me right in my heart right and now. And that's the clip. That's pretty good. Don't wait until tomorrow. Like that. That's great. Come on. Let's go. Hey, you are here podcast. Episode 131. 131. Adam Louder, once again. Thank you so much. www.youhearpodcast.co. We cannot afford M. Yeah. Spotify, Apple Podcast, YouTube Video. Anchor.fm. I switched it up on you guys. You did. You switched it up. I switched it up. Formososauce.com, you know where to get it. My name is Mike and I'm planning. My name is Dave and I love you all. Please be kind to one another. Adam, this is Katie. We love y'all. Boom. <laughs>